This is a news laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to Hafta. As we say, Angrej apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. No matter who is missing or not missing. Uh, today we are actually missing two people. Anand Ranganathan is not well, so Ranga uncle has not been able to make it for hafta, and uh, neither has Madhu. Uh, we wish our listeners uh, Eid Mubarak. We have one Anand is missing, but we have another Anand here. We have Anand Walunjkar. Did I get that right, Anand? Yes, Abhinandan. Hi, everyone. Okay, Anand Walunjkar. Some of you may know he used to. Uh, he now writes, uh, co-writes the Clothesline series for us. And before this, what all have you written, Anand? Please introduce yourself. Uh, hey, I'm Anand Walunjkar. Uh, I I work in the software industry currently in Hyderabad. Um, and I used to write articles for the Unreal Times. I, you, I mean, I still write articles. You still write for Unreal Times, but you also write Clothesline. And we have Arunab. Hi, Arunab. Hi. Hi, Manisha. Hello. And uh, Abhishek is uh, has a dengue emergency at home, so he's addressing that. So before we start, I'll quickly go over a list of 12 things that were basically covered in mainstream media with much gusto and excitement this week. The controversy on the Sanatan Santha's uh, alleged involvement in the murders of Dabolkar and Govind Panasar, uh, that was Pansare, sorry, that uh, occupied prime time on at least three nights in the last week, if I'm not wrong. Is that right? Three nights, you guys think? Yeah. Three nights, it was prime time debate. Then Narendra Modi's current trip to America, and that has occupied wall to wall coverage uh, much of today and uh, much of last night prime time as well. VK Singh and the Indian Army's missing files case that came up one day is a big news story and then it vanished. Uh, for those of you who don't know, there were, uh, Indian Express carried that piece, Indian right? Express. No, the Hindu, sorry. The Hindu, Hindu, Hindu. The Hindu carried the that Hindu. piece. That, it was the Hindu. Yeah, it was the Hindu. That uh, There was an intelligence unit that apparently had been set up by VK Singh. And just before he retired, it was destroyed. Josie uh, Joseph's report files. on the Hindu, yeah. Correct. Uh, then there was the battle over Nehru Memorial Museum and the library between Congress and the BJP and the resignation of Director Mahesh Rangarajan. Mohan Bhagwat's organizer Panchajanya interview on which we carried a piece which was a bit exaggerated in mainstream media. Hardik Patel's disappearance and then reappearance in Bihar that made major news yesterday but Modi in America overshadowed Mr. Patel but I guess he's making waves in Bihar. A Nepal constitution and India's foreign policy deciding to Tell, us, tell Nepal how to frame their constitution. Then Dengue in Delhi, it was still covered, uh, I think, but not as much, but it was still news this, this week. The Bihar Assembly election, that's been making news. Chirag Paswan, Lalu Yadav, Amit Chaudhuryan giving interviews. Then a young DU graduate wanted to join the IS, uh, apparently, and that was one, one news that had much traction. Uh, India's draft encryption policy, that made huge news one day, and the next day government rolled back on it. it. And Somnath Bharti's <laughs> on the run from the There's police. There's a very nice uh, anchor piece on Somnath Bharti's dog today. Don, yeah. who's ailing and he needs his medication. And Correct. So those are the major news points. Poor Don. Maybe I've missed something. Uh, <clears throat> so Anand from Hyderabad, Arun, you decide. What do you want to go with? What do you want to discuss quickly today? Uh, um, well, let's go with Dengu. Okay, we discussed that last week as well. But yeah, let's go with it. Uh, I didn't see anything new happening this week. So, so yeah, it wasn't even... There are a lot of ads, by the way, in Delhi. Uh, <coughs> yeah. For those of you who aren't, there are like ads on radio every like three minutes. That's great, finally, yeah. On what to do in case of dengue, which hospitals you can go to and, and uh, that you don't have to pay and all that. Yeah, go Anand. What are you hearing in Hyderabad? Is there any dengue there, first of all? 
no, currently Hyderabad, you know, it's elect, it's electric with the Eid uh, celebrations today, it's Eid al-Juha. Oh, and right. uh, Ganpati is also celebrated greatly here. Uh, but but uh, thing about dengue, let me tell you, that I just saw a, a news report yesterday, I think it was on Ajtak, not sure, uh, that uh, Anil Kapoor and Juhi Chawla and uh, so many film celebrities, even their homes, uh, you know, they have found that uh, dengue larvae. So the news was saying that even, you know, celebrities are responsible for spreading dengue. And I really found that hilarious. Are you serious? Um, where? Where was this? Yeah. I, I think it was on Ajtak. Um, I'm not sure about the channel. Uh, okay. But I just saw it yesterday. It was really hilarious how, uh, you know, how they have made to commercialize even the, even the news. It's become a joke. Was, uh, such an issue such as dengue. Okay. So that's... Uh, Right, but but yeah, you know, uh, I think uh, the efforts on dengue. I, I think the uh, awareness efforts of dengue has increased a lot in the coming years. Dengue has, is a problem that is going on from a long time, and over the years, the awareness for that has really increased among the common masses. That I must say. Yeah, but this year we've had the worst outbreak ever. So I mean, obviously not enough. But yeah, better late than never. Yeah. So should let's just move on to uh, the Sanatan Sansthas. Uh, Oh, weren't you go, Manisha? Did you get to watch much TV since you were traveling this week? No, did you see that debate with their lawyer? No, I didn't. I didn't. What was that? Okay. Uh, did you, Arunab, you want to tell us about it? I mean, yeah, I watched some TV uh, this week, finally, after a long time. I think, uh, I mean, I think the lawyer defending Sanatan Sanjita is still all right. I mean, that's what it's supposed to do. But what really surprised me was Sanju Varma on <laughs> NDTV. I don't know what she was on. I mean, <clears throat> and... Uh, I mean, she bullied everyone there. There was Rana Ayub, there was uh, 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 Nikhil Wagle. And I mean, I... What was she saying? She, 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 she made no sense. I mean, I don't know what she was saying. She was not saying anything at all. She, 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 she I mean, she was... Out a tweet of, but was she defending? Uh, uh, no, she was obviously defending. I think 2014, July. I'm sorry? She got a tweet of uh, Rana Ayub of 2014, July. Yeah. And, uh, and said something ridiculous that you said that, you know, in order to curb Hindu... Uh, uh, conservative extremists, one needs to be extremist. Yeah, she accused that you have to be fundamentalist to fight fundamentalists. Yeah, she dug out some yeah, tweet. Yeah. yeah, that's what she was saying, that the Congress did it too. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the BGP's lot of argument these days. So since the Congress did it, it's alright for us to do it. And so, I mean, she went on about selective, you know, freedom of expression and all that. I think it was really bad. It was uh, really, I, I think she made no sense. But and that made Sambi Patel look really good. part of freedom of Yeah, what I don't understand is how one can defend, I mean, I must... No, they kept insisting that it hasn't improved as yet. So, you know... Fair uh, enough. Uh, but, I mean, that's the typical Neta defense. I just thought uh, Swabramanyam Swami on News X, I think it was last night, night before last night before last where he said one cannot tolerate this Sanatan Sansta type of extremist organization he compared it to Simi he said I don't know why the BJP hasn't spoken out they need to start some sort of a, whatever processes to banning, banning uh, the Sanatan Sansta and I was like wow Swami saying that is he preparing for his vice chancellor no, no I don't know about that but, but that the guy uh, the Sanatan Sansta uh, lawyer was so loony. A, I, I don't know why BJP is fielded Sanju Verma, because uh, I think even people who support the BJP uh, a bit, you know, wondering what the. No, I, do, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I mean, I uh, happened to. I mean, the same day when the show happened, I mean, people were people are going all people are going crazy about her. I mean, on Twitter, she was. I think she went trending for a while. That's, this is how you respond to seculars. No, no, so see, no, that's a different thing. People who make a trend are already they are converted. Yeah, true. Are, I mean, a yeah. spokesperson is supposed to convert the fence-sitters. I don't think she can do that. Uh, sorry, Anand, you go on this. Uh, did you see any interesting debates? Did you see the one where Swami, where 
hit out at this anathan sansta leaving their lawyer wondering what should i say well swami was bang on right but let me tell you one thing rss uh, you know this anathan sansta even terms the rss as a moderate organization so now um, you know you can imagine the level also i was uh, surprised at uh, the points made by uh, uh, rahul narvekar on times now you know he said that the proposal to ban the sansta went from prithviraj chauhan uh, from went from the congress ncp government way back in 2011 and in 2014 when the change of guard took place it was the responsibility of bjp government which is in center to ban it so i mean what were you doing for 3 years 2011 exactly. 2012 2013 2014 i mean you have uh, this much time and you were just sitting on it fact, and uh, there is a new uh, i think uh, one of the news report uh, quotes social chain they are saying that Uh, you know you were uh, you were you were from maharashtra i am from maharashtra he was pointing to prithviraj chauhan so uh, we could you could have just made me a call and we could have done it in such a short duration so why did you not take it seriously yeah, so apparently a, shinde said that i didn't get any such dossier or whatever yeah, yeah it was a bit ridiculous yeah and i mean one uh, two people from the same party blaming each other and and uh, frankly speaking this is not nothing new about prithviraj chauhan i mean since i uh, i have lived in pune for 5 years uh so i can tell you that uh, even during the uh, commonwealth games camp you know there was an interview by of manishankar raya where he mentioned that when prithviraj chauhan when he found out about uh, the commonwealth game thing so he uh, he was reluctant to speak anything because it involved uh, uh, the pune person uh, what's his name punawala commonwealth games the kalmadi suresh kalmadi 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 mm-hmm. he hails from pune so he said that because he is also marathi and uh, you know i also from maharashtra so i think i don't want to take this up but he hinted everything to manishankar ayer who was then the sports minister right. so i think this this problem persists uh, with prithviraj chauhan and uh, the, for the congress to to cry wolf now it's it's very uh, yeah but i don't know why this has to become a congress versus like yeah, exactly. people like us yeah, talk yeah. how does it matter what congress or bjp said as a as someone you know as media professionals or journalists or just regular people See the party is going to say that your party did this your party did this but when citizens start saying that congress did the, how the fuck does that matter i mean it impacts my life who's in power right now so you're accountable so and this is what i worry that that the uh, political discourse in our country has become everyone has become a party spooky party spookies are paid to defend idiots like you know whether it is uh, um, uh, you know the sanju varmas or uh, somnath bharatis or Uh, you know the uh, ashutosh is crying people regular people are not paid to do that that's not our job i don't know why the fuck people start doing you know one party unless you are a party spooky you're an idiot if you're doing that and the more people start doing that the less we talk as citizens and i think that has what has a political discourse at least on twitter has become That's true, and I, I think this kind of started around 2014 general election, a little year before that. That's when I think debates got started getting really polarized, and it became about BJP or Congress or UPA versus NDA. <coughs> I mean, I, I saw Mark shift in the way. Me. What we are doing for the last ten years is just so stale now. I mean, I think Tanmay Bhat. You know, I think he tweeted out. It was a very reasonable tweet where he said that yes, you know, there's more noise now because everything's become more democratic. You know, the social media has become much more robust. Yeah, that's what we're making noise. And you know, to say that to to, to speak out against the BJP does not mean that you're a Congress supporter, which is what every I mean BJP supporter seems to assume that if you're speaking against the BJP, you're a Congress supporter, which is which how is that even relevant? I mean, <coughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, you want uh, something to add before we move on to the next subject, Anand? Yeah, I I just want to add here that. you know 
on news channels, uh, especially, you know, the choice of panelists, it makes a huge difference. I mean, for the debate on Sanatan Sanstha, I think uh, uh, we could have people who are uh, rationalists, we could have people who are pro-freedom of speech. Uh, instead, if you want, uh, if you take people of party spokesperson, they, I mean, it, it gives the uh, intention that you just want uh, a cockfight on, on your news channel studio. Hmm. So I, I think this is a culture which must be curbed. I think, you know, uh, the panelist, uh, more evolved panelist, uh, should be brought up into the new channel. I think then this BJP versus Congress versus AAP, I think this thing will stop. I mean, I th I, I, it might continue because they'll call party spokespersons. But yeah, the neutral or so-called neutral people, um, you know. Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll just move on to this. I just want to talk about the Somnath Bharati being on the run. I saw the, the police, uh, I saw the report today in the newspaper. They suspect he's in Agra and he's, and he's changing his... <laughs> I thought his dog was called Dawn. Yeah. But it's Somnath Bharti. And I'm just blown away <laughs> at this guy. Like, 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 what the... I mean, but I will say this. What, you know, earlier when he had done that midnight raid and all yeah. that, what the BJP wasn't able to do, Lipika has done, like, patak. His wife. <laughs> he's, he's got a... He's been, he's been tweeting, though. Have you said that, please? Uh, he, he, he said... <laughs> he's not been tweeting. How can he be? No, I saw something... He's also ran No, yeah. He said something about the recommending... Uh, the, about uh, amending the Justice Department recommendations. Yeah, he said they're unfair to men and all that. I read it, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's it's, it's very, all no, underground. Perhaps, but then he... Yeah, I don't know. But I saw it, like, sometime back. I don't know. Okay. Every time they put up that dog's picture, it's just so funny I think it's tragic the at the same thing. time because he's, he's so like what morose looking and he's like this it's fatty. A yeah, it's, a a it's a really it's fat a, lab. lab. Unwell lab. Like, yeah. But uh, looks uh, Anand, do you think AAP uh, <laughs> gets way more media coverage than it deserves since you're in Hyderabad over the Delhi Wallace, So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, here, uh, the parties here in, in Telangana, even in, when I was in Maharashtra, the parties do all kind of ridiculous stuff. They don't get covered up. I mean, our KCR Rao doesn't get that much covered up. Although, no, his bus got major coverage. It was prime time news, actually, a K few times. KCR. KCR's bus, that 5 yeah. bus, is that right, uh, Anand? But, but in proportion to Aam Army Party, it is still very less. Yeah, but I think that needs coverage, the stuff like that bus he bought and stuff. I think that yeah, needs to I be mean, covered. For, for Aam Army Party, we even know the names of ministers and uh, their dogs. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, now you even know their dogs' Who, names. Do you know what is the name of the dog of KCR? I don't think mm. so. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's a good point. Don't, we don't even know he owns a dog. Yeah. Right. But you got to admit, uh, Mr. Bharti provides great entertainment. <laughs> Huh? Yes. <laughs> In fact, the entertainment value was enhanced by uh, the news channels when they were showing the pictures of his dog more than Somnath Bharti himself when he was himself saying something and uh, they, they were showing the footage of the dog. I think they were expecting him to give some bites. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. There was moments where you, you, it was the, like the mic was pointing towards the dog, and I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Quite oh dear funny. God, but he didn't say anything. Anyway, so I think that is a really funny story. I don't know why, uh, you know, they haven't fired him. I mean, I think he should be dropped. Well, uh, one he said, uh, I think uh, Arvind did tweet yesterday that, 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 that he's embarrassing the party. He's embarrassing the party, <laughs> but he should say, you know, dude. <laughs> no, see, as long as it is a domestic violence case that, you know, between fine party won't interfere. But now it's a case of law and order that you have a warrant against yeah. you and you're on the uh, Domestic violence is also not a no, personal... But, yeah, I mean, but domestic that, violence is a criminal offence. Yeah, so. It is, but you can't drop someone if two people are fighting. But now there's a warrant out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it... 
warrants a dropping i mean yeah sorry anand let me add uh, i think it does actually tweeted, yeah uh, it... that uh, you know arvind kejriwal tweeted that uh, he has become an embarrassment to the party and the family and uh, prashant bhushan uh, tweeted something to the effect that says that uh, you know i think he has woken up very late i uh, you know we uh, it, it just shows it's just a show off uh, something of that sort he tweeted mm. so uh, i think uh, you know there was a lot of criticism of uh, arvind kejriwal that why is he speaking against uh, somnath bhati now and not so much time earlier when there was so much evidence against him so hmm. i don't know how to what extent is this valid but i think i still find a merit a some merit in this but i think yeah like abhinandan said like case can be on until you know we figure out who's really guilty it's fine for the party to not drop the person but yeah if you're on the run and the police but, is looking but, for uh, you and you don't then that's a good reason to chuck the person out of the party Yeah, that's so a lot of. So it's fine. Yeah, if they, if it's fine if they didn't do it early, but now they should. Like, my much as I love. He's a fugitive. Yeah, he's a fugitive. Mm. Exactly, he's yeah. a fugitive. Much yeah. as I love Prashant, just because you're saying something doesn't make me drop. Like, I can't name them because I'll be liable. But I know, you know, I have heard word of enough people who beat up their wives, who are people who are well known, who are parts of organizations, parts of political parties. But until it becomes a police case and there's a warrant. you cannot take action you can't take action because you know i don't like your face and i've heard this about you i mean that's kind of a dumb way you you can't run a party like that there has to be real reason what is people uh, was there a warrant against somnath bhati in the khidki case i'm not uh, very sure no 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 there was, no, there no was an warrant. fir there okay there was an fir yeah okay uh, should we now just move on to bihar uh, anyone wants to tell us about bihar avish abhishek was here he is from bihar and he knows so much about bihar i just find the many permutations combinations bihar really funny by the way we have a clothes line coming up in the next couple of days where we have a little uh, segment on bihar which is really funny uh, anand from hyderabad give us some perspective what do you hear how big a deal is bihar election there the you know when when bihar election comes you know the ridiculousness level goes very high i mean here was lalu prasad yadav in his recent interview saying ki engineer ka beta to engineer hi banega doctor ka beta to doctor hi banega right. and uh, he was justifying uh, the politician ka beta politician i think two of his sons mm. got ticket yeah. and uh, sorry anand can you speak a little louder if you don't mind yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so i was saying that uh, two of his sons have been given ticket mm. uh, in the assembly elections and uh, uh, i i think uh, the same is in the case with every party you know uh, Uh, Pasuan son-in-law cried on national television, and um, uh, every other political party is giving tickets to son and everything, and, and they all then say that we are against dynasty politics. But uh, you know, RJD, I think uh, it went a little further ahead by being absolutely unapologetic about it, and in fact, saying it on national television that right, you know, but that yeah, but, the, but that's a really phenomenon. Yeah, but that's an old old defense that you know everyone's used around the ages. Um, Uh, just about this uh, draft encryption policy i just want to quickly mention the government again did a u turn and i don't know where they coming out of this i tweeted this as well where they you know came up with this encryption policy where you have to save whatsapp messages and they have access to all your personal for 90 days and then of course it was so ridiculous that within 24 hours a press conference they held and they said <clears throat> the bureaucrats did it i think ravi shankar prasad held that press conference that some bureaucrat drafted this and put it out um This week again on the Maharashtra sedition law, yeah, where the high court translation. They said it was a translation problem. It was a translation. It was bad translation. That was the BJP's official spokesperson saying on air. I'm just blown away that you are running a government where you have the 56-inch chest and you have come after this weak 
lily-livered fool who was running us such a weak lily-livered government for 10 years. But in your 56-inch chhati government, translators are taking you for a ride and making you look like idiots. Your bureaucrats are making you look like idiots. Not so strong after all, I guess. And, and are there spokies even brief that you go on prime time and defend saying it was a bad translation? Fuck, seriously, that, that's your defense? Uh, in fact, I, I want to, I mean, I, I, I don't think, uh, I mean, that's on the list of our, uh, mm. I mean, yeah, but it's not really new sure. as such. Yeah. I mean, uh, Rajdeep's and uh, Fadnavis's actually like change, you right. know, so, uh, I mean, something that intrigues me with the BJP and its leaders are, you know, uh, it happened in Ireland again, when Modi said, uh, I think Modi was welcomed uh, with a Sanskrit slok or something, when he again said that, agar uh, in India, it looks, uh, uh, whatever, secularist. He, he, he made a dig at secularism. Yeah, he made a dig at secularism. But he does and, that in every... And, I, I don't know why and, he can't it's and been a year, also made a dig at uh, Fadnavis replied to Rajdeep I think that's really nice when that he bought to do that was great but that was great but I don't know why he had to refer to Rajdeep as secular I mean I mean, if you have a problem with secularism just say it out yeah. you know don't do this I mean no, 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 you know, just, just have the gall to say it you know that we are not secular hmm. so I mean no. yeah yeah, yeah. Anand, sorry Anand come in I think I think uh, what uh, both Modi and Fadnavis I think both what they were referring to is the over abuse of the word secular. I mean, uh, there have been too much pseudo-secularism in the name of secularism, and there has been too much politics in the name of uh, secularism. So, you know, any, uh, I'll tell you, uh, there has been a view, uh, preferably from the BJP uh, point of view, that, you know, if you say something which is uh, totally of a biased mindset, then they find out that you then they just like to tag you with that word secular because that is a word, you know, anything that happens, oh, he's a, like, it has, the word has been abused so much. Even uh, just like uh, Mamta Banerjee used to abuse the word Maoist, that you don't like my painting, you are a Maoist. So, th so the same kind of uh, thing has been used against BJP for a long time, that you are anti-secular, you are anti-secular, you are from BJP, so you are anti-secular. Yeah, so I think they, they are referring to uh, this only. I think uh, there is a point that it, a limit has to be drawn so that they don't over-abuse the over-abuse of the word secular. Uh, I, I think th this line needs to be drawn by the BJP. But uh, I think uh, what Modi said uh, in Ireland was, I don't find that there was anything wrong to it. I, mean, uh, well, you, I, it I think they can ameliorate the debate instead of getting down to labeling people. I don't see the need to use the label at all, secular or non-secular or whatever. I mean, your ministers, your politicians, you can, you can, you can try a little harder to... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I think I disagree with Anand there. I think uh, uh, he's being very charitable to the BJP, which is fine. You know, others have been very charitable to the Congress. But I think we have to call a spade a spade. I mean, I don't think they are uh, just referring to its misuse. Uh, I think Hinduism has been misused in our country. Uh, Lord Ram's name has been misused. Uh, if a member of the Congress party took a dig at Lord Ram, each time he went out, I wonder how that would go down. Uh, in the US, uh, you know, uh, religion is very important. You cannot, uh, no president can, you know, come out and say, I'm, I'm an atheist. The Christian values are very important in US, uh, uh, in US politics. Can you imagine, uh, they took a note from the Bible, can you imagine uh, someone making a dig each time they go out, oh, don't worry, if you lose the election, I'm sure Jesus will win it for you. You know, that, that means you are mocking Jesus. You don't believe in him. If I were to do that to Ram, so when they mock secularism, I think it's a ruse where they say that they are mocking the misuse. If you believe in the, if you believe in the concept, doesn't matter who used it or misused it. 
you hold the concept dear, like democracy is a concept we hold dear. Congress misused it. Can I start mocking the concept of democracy by mocking democracy? Anand, your views? Uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, again, this, this debate has been going on for a long time. And uh, I really feel that, uh, uh, you know, in order to attack BJP, the word secular has been misused a lot many times. So, the, you know, because of that, uh, anything which goes against BJP, they used to term that as, uh, you know, okay, Immunity. this is something secular. So I think, you know, BJP, uh, for example, just say, you know, just look at the statement what uh, Modi said in Ireland. He said that if the same song was sung, you know, sung in Sanskrit in India, they would, uh, there would be questions on secularism. So he said something of that sort. Hmm. But isn't that a true, isn't that truth? I mean, in India, when Modi goes to, uh, Banaras to uh, uh, do a Ganga Puja, there is, uh, you know, there are questions that why is he not going to Masjid? So in order to, uh, uh, you know, balance secularism, he has to go from one place to another also in order to balance that out. So there is this expectation from Modi. I think that is totally uncalled for. So if, uh, you know, if we just respect everything as it is, for example, if someone is singing in Sanskrit, singing in Sanskrit, it's fine, it's acceptable. Someone is singing in Urdu, I don't fine, think it's, it's as simple as, as that. You make it sound too simple. Uh, there was a circular sent out where yoga was compulsory and then it was not compulsory. You know, that entire, there were two such cases where there was a, an advisory sent out. And as part of that, you would have to chant shlokas. See, the question is not, and that is a question. I don't think that's, uh, that is a false equivalence. There, some people are making a noise. See, some people, there's a loony fringe on all sides. If that is who I'm addressing when I'm on Irish shores, I think I'm a really small-minded person. I need to grow out of that. I'm in Ireland. I'm representing my country. I cannot be referring to a loony fringe who questions my every action. If that's what you're doing, I don't think you're set to be prime minister. Because uh, then you're addressing a different kind of country. Then, then you remain to your nukkar tucha arguments you can keep having. Uh, but when you go and stand in a foreign... And he does this every time he goes. He did that's, Australia, true. that's true. He, does he this did this... Uh, what was it, Germany? He Germany, this, yeah. And we, I've ranted about that then also. And when some questions are raised about secularism here, some of them are valid. You cannot make chanting something compulsory for anyone, whether it is the namaz, whether it is the Bible, whether it is uh, Gita. And when some circular like that goes out, it needs to be questioned. And then the question of uh, secularism does arise. So, yeah, Anand, sorry. Well, yeah, no, let's just agree to disagree. This debate, I don't think so. It could have any end. Because uh, I think what he said in Ireland was, uh, to my mind, correct. But anyway, yeah, let's agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, what do you want to go with next, Anand? Uh, uh, well, we can go with Nepal crisis. Yeah, sure. Uh, Nepal, go. Yeah, so here in this uh, Nepal, uh, they have uh, formed this constitution uh, and have formally announced it. Uh, but in this constitution, they actually, uh, you know, uh, the... Uh, according to Nepal, they have categorized uh, the citizens into two, uh, two uh, categories, the decents and the naturalists. So right. the decents are the ones who are the Nepali origins and the uh, descendants are the other groups uh, which have uh, other ethnic origins. So Jaintiyas and Madhesis uh, belong to uh, the naturalists. And in the new constitution, they have a, a criteria that the naturalists, which includes the Jaintis and Madhesis, they are denied the right to hold a top constitutional post, like the president, the prime minister, the chief justice. So if, so, you, ha if you aren't born there, is, is it just where you were born or is it where your parents were born? No, even, 
if you are a Jainti or a Madhisi. Okay, so it's an ethnicity, so no it, matter it, where yeah, you were born. Absolutely. Okay. So right. there is a kind of ethnic uh, representation in their parliament. Uh, so uh, for that, the Jaintis and Madhisis are uh, protesting. And uh, apart from it, uh, uh, the Indi you know, uh, India, it has, uh, it has not expressed, uh, you know, great enthusiasm at this uh, uh, constitution because, you know, uh, it, it fears that there, there will be a lot of violence and this could spill over to parts of India. Right. And they, uh, yeah, some, and some people phrase this as a foreign policy disaster that where we are seen to be dictating the constitution. What do you think? I mean, is it, is it, is it? I think, I think Nepal is on the verge of becoming Sri Lanka part two. Because in the Sri Lanka, if you remember, the same thing happened. With the Sinhalese and the... Yes, hmm. Sinhalese and the uh, Tamils, and the uh, Tamils were denied uh, rights, and by systematic uh, arrangement, they were denied posts in the government organizations, and uh, all the government posts and offices, and uh, look at the civil war that uh, Sri Lanka had to face thereafter. Hmm. So I think, uh, you know... Uh, we need to speak you know, up. You think India does need to speak up? Yes, India, right. India they, uh, it, it was an obligation for India to speak up. And uh, this cons framing of constitution has been going on for 10 years. Hmm. Uh, but I think the government currently was, uh, the Nepalese government was in a big hurry to do so. Again, it has also to do something with the Indo, uh, with the Indo-Sino, uh, you know, Cold War that is taking place because, you know, China has come out openly in front uh, praising the constitution, right. uh, giving uh, representational rights. I think they just like to finger us. The Chinese just like to every now and yes. then. Yeah, really, I mean, what's in it for you? But on this uh, Nepal thing, I, I don't know, I get a little uncomfortable with India playing big brother in the subcontinent and it is viewed as such by Bangladesh, by Nepalese people. So I think while it's important to react to, say, a refugee crisis or, or a civil war crisis or on humanitarian grounds, you know, sort of opening up your borders or helping or interfering in the other country like we did with the Bangladesh war, I don't think on matters of constitution and policy... Uh, we should really interfere. We could say whether, you know, we think it's right or not or whatever, but I don't think it's for us. I think it is ultimately up to the people of that country to chart their own course of... There's a little confusion actually about what's happening. Uh, so, it was the Indian Express who broke the story, uh, who said that uh, the Indian government wanted particular amendments uh, uh, in the dissent and nationalism uh, part of the constitution. So, Vikram Swaroop, uh, the MES spokesperson, responded to the Express story saying that we haven't said anything like that to that effect. We've, we haven't spoken about any specific amendments. The Prime Minister had a conversation, that's it. But the reporter has uh, responded to the uh, MEA spokesman. He said that I stand by my story. I have my sources say it has happened. So it's, it's actually a, quite an interesting, you know, little uh, somebody in MEA is, you know, <laughs> yeah. So he's standing by his story, saying that uh, he said I my sources confirmed to me again that no, I, what I've reported is true. So, so we actually don't know the, what the government's official stance is because there isn't one as such. I mean, you know, according to uh, the MEA's official line. So, uh, it's interesting. It'll be interesting actually how things go. I mean, I suppose it should. Uh, I mean, when you're talking about. Uh, this looks to me, I mean, uh, I, I've just read front page stories and haven't done too much reading on it, but this looks to me, this looks slightly discrimi discriminatory to me. So I think, I mean, if you believe for a certain set of ideas, you stand up, you know, I mean, just like you would, you know, protest or just, just like you would stand up against, you know, 
just like stand up against and how women are treated in Saudi Arabia like Modi did hai na like that nahi no 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 tab tab beta chuni nikli wo alag baat hai na wo 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 to real politics ki baat hai wo to wo to real politics ki baat hogi na aap liberals this this is again like i'm sorry to say this is slightly hypocritical we wanted we we wanted we wanted the government to intervene during the take take a position during the during the during the gaza conflict i don't i didn't want anyone i mean the indian liberal Yeah. stance was that no, the government shouldn't the government i'm not <laughs> just looking at it because you're trying to me this woman definitely did so yeah, yeah that, that that the government should take a stand because because i agree i'm saying you have to be you have to be very uh, i think you have to be consistent you know no, you have no, you know you don't have to be consistent because if you are consistent then you have ideals leading you and not what is in your national interest for example go i don't believe in national interest anyway i'm saying that war so, one sec if you're saying if you have to be consistent then you have to speak out everywhere you go yeah No, everywhere you go, what I'm saying that I, 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 So yeah I think uh, uh well I think it, it has been a little botched up foreign policy here in Nepal because uh, you know uh in India has been trying to convince uh, Nepal to at least postpone its uh, announcement of the constitution but uh, we we could not succeed in a way we could have been uh and uh, I I think uh, you know uh, a little more attention towards Nepal is now is at least needed still uh, there there is a, uh, a lot to be covered up and i think uh, there is some ground that we have lost in nepal especially uh, um, among the common public which you know uh, there was a perceptive battle which uh, india had won when modi went to pashupatinath temple right. and uh, did prayers yeah. so i think that we lost a little during the earthquakes because of over enthusiasm of indian media mm. and then uh, you know uh, i agree Inside with to indian certain media. extent with manisha here that uh, you know uh, the, the nepalese people they they view it as uh, you know interference a big brother interference but i think that is uh, something that is needed however it could have been done in a way which could not have uh, spilled over to common people i mean uh, there are subtle ways of doing it without getting it spilled over to the masses i mean it could be done in a uh, in a more diplomatic and uh, you know secretive way so mm-hmm. i think here here is where the diplomatic energy and strength of india needs to play aruna we were saying i don't think the big brother analogy works here mm-hmm. that's because big brothers when you're you know uh, i mean when people of the country think because this is essentially the people population of nepal is divided on the issue so you know i think the correct stand to take is what express says the government is taking but the government denies so i mean i mean so for example when you talk about national interest i mean like for example the syrian refugee crisis mm-hmm. you know everyone's working in uh, everyone's working in uh, for what they call the national interest you know mm-hmm. the the great britain is what i mean you know taking in like <coughs> what took in 50 or 5 yeah but what hungary is doing is not what britain is doing right hungary is pushing them out they don't want them there they're saying you have to solve the problem at their end so not everybody is working in tandem everybody has a different view of the national interest of course what, they what do Britain what i'm saying germany says unless you plug the hole where the problem is you know that's what some of the discourse is refugees will keep coming you'll have to keep absorbing them so you have to fix that problem there whether it's to give them aid or whatever you do others are saying it's not our business we just won't let them in so everyone's doing it differently they view their national interest differently but they're doing it in their interest 
Yeah, but what I'm whatever. I mean, I I I disagree completely with the whole you know the the European argument of you know how to treat. I mean, as in the other side of the argument that you know there. I mean, there's a problem that has to be fixed there. I think I think if you look, if you look at the numbers, and I have done a little bit of reading on it, the, the numbers say that you know if 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 they take in all the ref refugees, Europe will have like three percent Muslim population. So you know, which is will go from two point eight to three percent. So it's it's hardly a significant number. So I think this this you know argument about argument of you know you should solve the problem problem where it, it it's actually you know began i think it's xenophobic and nothing else i see okay um okay so let's just move on to something that i wanted to talk about is this jagdish bhagwati interview on ndtv uh i am a bit amazed that jagdish bhagwati is still uh, considered a respected economist uh, by a mainstream media when you have many very intelligent sane voices talking and all he does whenever he comes on tv is mock everybody else and, and kind himself. of yeah backhandedly tell us how brilliant he is this is nobel prize time he did it time. with his, did it with his yeah he's very pratap vedik part 2 this is nobel prize time this column he's so he was uh, on uh, and he was saying i the people who are advising modi and he was like i think they don't know what marketry from the ha 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 and you know uh, and i think manmohan singh's government is what uh, you know bhanji marod on uh, gujarat the visa that this guys when he was denied the visa now i find jagdish bhagwati so so small minded you know that's what i mean when manmohan singh was in power he could not stop japoing manmohan singh ki mala thinking he will get some position or he will be considered this man because he was a good friend of his and you know the big reformer big reformer him and all these other business leaders for them manmohan singh was god i remember these very faces on tv talking about mohan singh the way they talk about modi right now and this is what i i had written a piece long back then that profit has no loyalty okay every caste has a constituency right so if i'm mayawati that constituency is loyal to me whether i'm corrupt whether i'm horrible doesn't matter they will keep voting for me because i they connect with me at a very basic level uh, it's true for you know when you break voters along uh, religious lines when you polarize manmohan singh's constituency was industrialists which is the most fickle the way they're lining up prostrating themselves in front of modi they were doing 10 years ago and i'm just picturing mohan manohan sitting and watching that guys how quickly you abandoned so that is the most fickle constituency and jagdish bhagwati <laughs> belongs to that whole thing i thought that interview was really funny and it should be watched just for comic value that this is what is a you know eminent economist in our popular uh, media discourse uh, anand you want to go did you see that interview Yeah I actually I just wanted to know I mean for, for such a debate uh, for a debate uh, that is based on uh, economic issues and such kind of things who should who do you think uh, should be the right panelists I mean if not Jagdish Jagdish Bhagwati then who in India or that they I think they interviewed him because they needed to interview someone then they interview him each time they go there are enough people in our country I think um, you know the, when they have uh, panels which have uh, professors from IIM I've seen many of them. Not Mr. Gorda, who joined the uh, what's it, what's it called, the Congress Party. I think he is now a Rajya Sabha member, if I'm not wrong. Uh, uh, Rajya Sabha member. Get, I mean, some of the get an industrialist who will talk about it from his point of view. You know, get someone who'll talk. Uh, you know, get some new, fresh faces. I think Mihir is a good one. I think Mihir, you know, uh, has a lot to say. I think Jayati Ghosh has a lot to say. Uh, I just think the same names you keep hinchoing again and again and again forever. 
it just and 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 what and what did he say? He made fun of Modi's team. He made fun of Manmohan's team. What 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 was the value he added? I, you know. And uh, like and not that I'm pro market or anti market. What is wrong with Modi's team? I just want to know who is who is the joke there? I mean, why is Bhagwati think it's so funny? I watched a little bit from interview. I think I just I've always thought that Bhagwati is a very bitter man for, because he always had to live in the shadows of sin. So just uh, Anand, did you see any value in that? Like, what what was he saying? That Manmohan's people are foolish because he thinks they're foolish, and that's funny. That's it. Well, um, I actually just want to point uh, to the broader prospect that we really have a deficiency of good panelists and good people. uh you know of of value who can actually throw light on uh you know issues as heavy and delicate as uh, you know economies and things hmm. so i i think uh, that is my broader perspective on that hmm uh sorry manisha anything else on the us coverage uh i've just been looking at rahul kamal's tweets which are just so funny because he's just so happy to be there and everybody wants a ticket to modi's show and young students don't want reservation in india like it's so obvious that you're playing to the gallery that it's ridiculous young students don't want reservation in india uh, uh, which american yeah, young yeah, 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 why, why should we listen to young americans <laughs> i don't know and it's general indians there mm. don't they left the country apparently because of reservations mm. uh so let's go uh, sorry before uh, for, you know i think koshik basu i don't see enough of him uh, anand since you asked Uh, you know, I'd like to see more of Kaushik Basu. Uh, maybe see Ranga Rajan. Um, Jayati Ghosh, you see occasionally, I think. I think now Vivek Debra doesn't appear on panels. I don't know. Um, maybe he doesn't appear out of choice because he's a part of the government. I mean, I, I, even earlier. Yeah, Vivek Debra doesn't. Even earlier, I've hardly seen him on any panels. I think in terms of journalists, I think Sadhanand Dhume is kind of a he's right, but he's kind of nice yeah. to listen to. I I I even like Sujit Bhalla. Suchita Dalal. Suchita Dalal, right? I think Abhijit Banerjee. I mean, they, they could always get him. And I, I'm so bad with names. There's a gentleman with a long grey beard. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, with spectacles. Safed Dadi or Kali Dadi? It's a grey. It's Safed Kali. Dono. Oh, I mean that. No. Anyway, uh, so uh, moving on to. Um, uh there's not much left actually we are almost out of time anyone else wants to talk about something that they found excellent or terrible in this week's oh, coverage oh yeah i wanted to know where is rahul gandhi dude yeah everyone also he's in america and aspen or something oh, by the way sir can someone just tell me sorry the netaji files okay i've i haven't really done a deep dive into it and i see everyone debating every night that netaji ye netaji wo and <clears throat> although netaji had nothing nice to say about the rss suddenly RSS thinks he's a great guy who the Congress has shortchanged, but um, no one has explained to me in case he was alive all that those years. Why didn't he come? Why didn't he say here, here I am? Has anyone read? Has anyone explained why that didn't happen? <coughs> has no one asked that question? That okay, these guys buried files. These guys are snooping on him, but if he was alive, he was Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose. He just had to make a public appearances. Hey, here I am. Like, why didn't he do that? Has any any answers, Anand? Do you know? Well, uh, you know there can be just speculations. Like uh, uh, the major speculation that that goes on is uh, he was probably captured in uh, captured by Russia, hmm. and uh, you know there was some torture by Stalin and uh, things like that. And uh, the speculation that Nehru, you know, now it is in public domain that Nehru snooped on his family for such a long time. 
so i think uh, he just wanted to know if sunita ji runs away from russia and uh, comes back to india and gets in contact with his family and all Uh, that is a uh, speculation that goes around i mean even because you know the files uh, which has been declassified by west bengal government have actually added more to the confusion that is what uh, we uh, we read and you know there there was a news that one of in one of the declassified files there was a piece of paper which was torn so i think that torn piece of paper contains some information but anyway uh, one thing is sure that all the information which has been declassified by west bengal government Uh, does not contain anything specific i mean every information would be uh, with the center and the center has not revealed it yeah stating that uh, you know the international relations could be affected yeah so but that still doesn't answer why he didn't appear because if 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 he was in russia's custody surely we would know cuz russia and we were like bum chums so then there's no need to snoop because they but know he's in custody but actually adds because the if russia and we were good friends during nehru's time and if nehru did not want him to return to india you know it makes more sense for him to be captive no no what i'm saying so, is then the two are not consistent anand if he is in custody then he doesn't need to snoop to check whether he is in touch with them now because then he knows he is in custody in russia what i'm saying agree, is if agree, i i either know he is in custody so, yes yes so that is what is the confusion is about and the speculation is that if at all he ran away from there so you know the, there is again this the second speculation that side it comes in that he was in russian custody for some time and then he ran away stating uh, some other name so where is this sorry what's the source of this uh, theory I, i mean can i read it somewhere um yes uh, you know where uh, did i read it i don't remember this but uh, it it's usually the talk of the town i mean you can uh, just No, I mean, has any serious historian or commentator or you know columnist no, or writer no, 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 no. Okay, written this? No, like, no, what no. what do they say? Why did he not appear? Other than the rumor, you know, that goes around, what what is any official stand taken by whether the family or anyone else? If he was alive, why didn't he appear? Does anyone have anything to say? No, I don't have. I mean, uh, since you know the files have been declassified <coughs> by West Bengal government just uh, one or two weeks back. i think it will be taking some time for everything to but those things don't have anything that's what i know but no. if anyone has can you you know please enlighten me on that theek anyone uh, hey, that's the whole point they no one knows what what was have that's the whole mystery i mean no one knows where he was that that no of course no one knows where he was but the point is that people who come on panels and they say that he was alive if i were an anchor my first like when you know nidaji's family or that gentleman who's been the you know force behind getting these files declassified i forget his name again uh, he's on pretty much every panel as an anchor i would ask you know cuz they have theories on everything that you know nehru did this and so and so did this and so and so did i mean everyone is floating theories out of thin air right so surely you also have a theory of why netaji didn't say here i am i mean or do your theories only ex- extend to everything else except that matlab agar aap kapde dho rahe ho to aapne ek shirt kyun chhod di sabhi dho to samajh nahi aaya mujhe हिंदुस्तान टूडेटो why is it so important to know because mm-hmm. i think he's a national hero and people want to know what happened to him if there's a, i think that's what's important I mean, th- that is i can understand why it's important 
I mean, it should remain as a mystery. That's what I'm going to say. I mean, I said I worded it wrongly, but I think it should remain as a mystery. It will remain a mystery forever, <laughs> wrapped in an enigma. No one will ever know what happened to Netaji. Anand, anything else that you saw yeah. or read which is one worth? One thing is for sure on uh, Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose that you know this mystery is never going to be solved because you know once you have uh, once once you have something which on which you know a suspense is built, uh, even. you know it will need like infinite amount of information and even if all the files on him would be declassified i still think that would be lot of mystery to it and i think uh, it's it's a it's a never ending case so it's, it's this case is never going to quench our thirst so we would never be able to know what happened to our dear netaji right um so should we wind up or do you guys want to share something oh, yeah, great to sorry manisha has something to share well, yeah manisha go There's this uh, story that went viral last week, I think, of this uh, cop uh, smashing uh, typewriters, uh, and there was an interview in the Reuters with that photojournalist who clicked that picture. I thought it was quite interesting, and it's also a little sad because uh, uh, he talks about how unhappy he was being a journalist before this, uh, before he took this picture, and it made a difference. so one in the interview they uh, the interviewer asked the person that uh, you feel this is real journalism because a lot of people are saying it is and he says that i wanted to join the army but my parents didn't allow it and i came to journalism and started regretting it i used to tell myself i'm the it is the worst i'm in the worst profession uh, that you know you get uh, paid about 2000 rupees a month and your seniors won't help you and that his seniors kept telling him though that you know some day you'll feel good about your job and he finally did This But this um, felt good. Well, that's mm-hmm. a great story. Yeah, I think I think what happened was fantastic. Yeah, and and so quick and and uh, yeah, so the so UP uh, government is remarkably quick at responding to Twitter stuff. Yeah, cover area than this. Yeah, they're pretty quick. I, the I think flag. good. Uh, I mean. On that, actually, well, yeah. his turnaround time on Twitter is reactions is very good. very good. There was another good story in the Scroll about. Uh, uh, just uh, a minute. Uh, yes. I mean, the story, the interview. I mean, uh, the reporter Amit is a friend. Hmm. So he he's asks, uh, yeah. Oh. So he asks uh, uh, this guy. The, I mean, why did you not stop him? You know, you were there. Oh, he was the there. Quintessential. Uh, the, why did you not? So he, the, so he said, no. I think. I mean, he was very clear about it. He said, you know, I, 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 I went and you know confronted him later, but I knew my job was to you know get get it. On camera, you know, show him doing it. So I think I think that was a very I think that was a good thing to do. And you I know, think it was smart to do that eternal uh, uh, quintessential. Because you know, if the case, cop wouldn't have been stopped, he would have kicked him also, and yeah. he would have lost so his picture. Yeah, so I think this is a really thing. bright thing to do. I mean, you know, there was also another good story in the scroll that I read on the Kum Mela, the that happened in Maharashtra recently. Mm. Every time these melas happen, all you see, I mean, there are a lot of. I have been in one of the newsroom discussions near the Kum. What do you do? How do you do it differently? and all edit, i mean the the usual themes are the sadhus the mysticism the romance the chillam the grass whatever now of late a little bit of modernization sadhus using cell phones or whatever that's the usual pictures that you also see you scroll did this really nice piece on uh, i'll tell you the name of the journalist not scroll, varsha torgalkar did this really nice piece about how uh, there were no toilets in this place and uh, pe- uh, sanitation workers were made to clean human excreta with brooms and 12 lakh devotees were at this place and there was no facility for toilets so this is one uh, sanitation worker describing her work for four days they were made to do this and she says that um, as she lugged the basket the excreta trickled down goel's face and entered her eyes her nose her mouth she said she had no time to wipe it off while she worked there were thousands others gathering around the along the river bank to defecate in the open 
And I think that's a great way of, every time these religious congregations happen, you don't see enough reports in the media that really look into it beyond what's already been done. What happens when 12 lakh devotees... There's a documentary series happening. Nagio is uh, mm. doing a show on knowing uh, a documentary series called Inside the Kum. That's also mm. pretty good, but it isn't as hard. Yeah, but Discovery and Nagio always do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, 12 lakh people piece. gather at a place, there are no <coughs> toilets, and, and they leave, and somebody... That's in Nashik, Manisha? Yeah, this was the recent, uh, the Ashadi Ekadashi. Ashadi Ekadashi. Yeah, Maharashtra. Solapur district. Mein jo. Ha, Anand, you were saying, any stories you want to share? Yeah, me. Uh, well, um, there, you know, I mean, on Twitter there has been a lot of talk of this uh, one full page article of Amadmi uh, uh, Party. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure they should be given full page ad. Oh, the article or ad? Sorry. Yeah, oh, I think it was on the Onion scam. The ad? The ad. Yes. Ah, full page ad, right. They had yeah. a full page ad because of Aaj Tak. Right, right. There was something yes. last week. Yeah. Aaj Tak ran a story which was incorrect based on yeah. a faulty yeah. RTI. And so they I'm, not, I'm not sure of the issue, uh, but I think if we can just uh, enlighten our mm, listeners. There was also a trend called Aaj Tak Chor trending. Yeah, basically, yeah, I'll just tell you what happened was that there was a story that accused the Delhi government of buying uh, onions at whatever 18 rupees 18 and selling it at 30 rupees. Then, of course, later it came about it wasn't at 18 rupees, they were at 18 rupees at Nasik. It was, a, it was the central government, the Fed FSS has a central government facility. Yeah. So the central government was buying it for and 18 rupees. So then finally, at 38 or 40 rupees, Delhi government buys it and sells it as a subsidy to Delhi residents. So it was actually selling it at a loss and they were trying to share that made a profit. Uh, whoever was the activist slash RT activist lawyer who gave those documents to Aaj Tak obviously took them for a ride and Aaj Tak ran that story without checking. So then of course that whole trend Aaj Tak Chor started by the ARP handles and they took out these front page ads. Yeah, I don't think they needed to take out ads. I think that's a waste of taxpayers' money. What do you think? That is perfectly alright. To take out a yeah, full page ad? Yeah, really. I mean, mm. uh, I don't know what is the obsession of ARP with ads. I mean, um, you know, we had too many uh, ARP ads a few months back, you know, going on Kejriwal Achha Kaam. On this, Anand, if you're saying AAP is obsessed with ads, I think you're not quite reading the, the dailies. No, I mean... I mean, <laughs> pound for pound, I think BJP will smash anyone in the history of India on ads. I think, I think, I, I think, I mean, I, I, I mean, the whole fundamental question about whether ads are waste of public money is a completely different issue altogether. So I don't want to conflate that. All but, parties do it. Uh, yeah, whatever. That's the point. Specific. The point is, the point Ashtar carried the story. Ashtar carried the story and... Uh, and there's no rerun of the story. There was no apology. There was no retraction. And how many people are on Twitter? Ashtag is a huge constituency. I'm telling you this, you know, in the, uh, I mean, North India, Ashtag is watched by pretty much everyone. It's the go-to channel. And if, if it's on TV and it's Piyaj, man, like it, it, it affects the middle class. And if you're saying that Delhi government, uh, you know... The, the, but that's the, 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 a culture also, not just Ashtag. No one has retracted a story. No, no matter so how what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I mean, what I'm saying is, I think that, uh, that, that bit of... Uh, Clarification was probably warranted because it's something that really affects the common man. And you know, as a political party, yes, why not? You know, because your name is being sullied. I mean, you have. I mean, you should obviously, you know, clarify. I mean, probably a full page ad is too much, but I think it's fine. I mean, not not a big deal because that was a really damaging story. Uh, yeah, it was damaging. It was damaging. And what do you think, Anand? What should they have done? Well, you know, I don't know, but if every other party gives a full page ad, I think you know, if BJP tries to give a full page ad, the national budget to aada to wahi chala jayega. So I, I really think, you know, giving an ad for clarification of a news story was totally uncalled for. I think, uh, you know, uh, a legal, uh, you know, they could have sued them 
a legal action then they would have been accused of the going after the but i think the media. point is they want to <laughs> and, reach out to consumers and tell them that we're not doing this i think it's 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 part of their media outreach strategy basically because they figured that news channels rarely carry their side i mean it is true that many of the especially the hindi mainstream channels are kind of motivated in their coverage when it comes to our this is obviously so a I think job they're, 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 they figured out that they won't get that space in tv so we're going to use our money and our no, but, newspaper uh, but and our radio ads here. to uh, see there there has to be a watchdog i mean uh, not a government watchdog of course but what is the like nba national broadcasting association i mean there are yeah, yeah. there are many watchdogs on channels that they are toothless you can't so, do that on yeah they don't listen so, to each other so so you know they have to be made effective some way or the other so that such kind of negative propaganda would be stopped now for example we all uh, you know if you ask anyone church attacks everyone thinks that that's true but we all know that it has been established that most of them were you know loony fringe things which just came into the mainstream media and became a part of the uh, you know again i think this is a false equivalence you are doing uh, anand Okay. Uh, Just the, okay. Hmm. Forget church attacks. There have been many such instances. That Muslim girl who wanted a, a flat in uh, on rent in uh, Mumbai. Then uh, there was a Jaslin Gaur incident. So there have been so many things which actually become part of uh, you know the mainstream mindset, but which actually are not true. And media carries those story. And without see again, uh, yeah, I think that we have to draw a distinction because if everything is. Uh, you know uh, worthy of going to court then nothing is worthy like if everything is reason nothing is reason all the stories that you have mentioned are not black and white stories it is jasleen's what she is saying versus what that other guy is saying you know what this one is run away with a lover or was he kidnapped this person versus that person this story is what they're saying is a documented these are government files that something was purchased a purchase order is given whether there's a tendering process it's like saying that i have documents to show that uh, you know kalmadi ordered 50 rolls of toilet paper and i have that document and if i that document says he didn't do it so the stories you're talking about are opinion you cannot do anything about those stories no uh, for example uh, let's take this uh, you know mumbai rental case where she uh, alleged that you know she did not get a rent in mumbai because she was a muslim and she said that the society rules say that The simple thing was to go and to check out the rules. No one did that. Everyone did that. I mean, I, I mean, I read a lot of pieces who did that. I mean, a lot of. I mean, except for the first day reports, everyone did that. I mean, any TV, in fact, never ran a story with just her version. I mean, uh, but also another thing was important. I have to say, say uh, I'll tell you something about you know what you call about regulation. You know, much as much as I think that the Ashtak story was really bad journalism, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't be very uncomfortable if a broadcaster, uh, broad, if a if a regulatory organization or whatever body pulls them up because. I mean, you, stories do go wrong. You can't be put into jail for getting stories wrong. I mean, you know, I think then you're, you know, infringing on freedom of speech, and I think that's that's something I'm, I'm totally uncomfortable with. Go through that to the courts. Yeah, I, I, I don't want a broadcaster it. pulling you up and you know putting you into jail or whatever. I mean, I, the whole idea of regulation, I think, is very uh, unwarranted, and you know, I think is uh, very dangerous. Yeah. Okay, I would like to introduce, uh, you know, a concept. I don't know how uh, how. Uh, valid this code concept could be but in a software industry we we have uh, appraisals you know annual appraisals so i think uh, you know uh, we we can have certain things for media organizations as well i mean not appraisals but ratings that you know this uh, channel is getting this rating and oh, all those ratings those, those are happened. called the, the the ratings that matter they are called trps, TRPs. television oh. rating points <laughs> 
and that yeah. rating trumps every yeah. other rating so you can keep yeah. doing your rating no one will give a shit so. yes. but but then uh, only arnab was going to be the winner every year. i think the real pass is with the viewers as it should be yeah or aisa nahi ho raha it's just i mean there should be there should be something there should be some Uh, some mechanism to at least I agree that I'm against regulation I think criticizing some each other self regulation and I think much whatever you people say and I think uh, Indian journalism is doing just fine I mean could be do a lot better but there's a lot of great work also coming out so I mean ha well wow, uh, so nice you're being today too <laughs> all of always say that you know I mean so I would just like to wind up thank you all for joining us we're just clocking an hour before I wind up uh, thank you all for listening to hafta Please support I pay to keep news free. You got to pay if you want the media to be independent. Uh, click on I pay to keep news free on newslaundry.com and get involved. Uh, if you don't like us, fund some other independent news uh, organization that uh, you respect, but definitely get involved. Otherwise, no media can remain independent. And uh, thanks Anand from Hyderabad for joining us. Thanks all. And uh, before you hang up, I'll just uh, the song today is dedicated to Mr. Modi, because uh, you know I hope that he doesn't need to take a dig each time he goes abroad on secularism. Uh, uh, and Sanskrit is not something we have a problem with at all. And we shall prove that by playing today's song, M.S. Subhalakshmi's Sri Venkateshwara Suprabhadam. उत्तिष्ठगोविंदुत्तिष्ठगरुध्वज उत्तिष्ठकमलाकांताक्यम मंगल कुरु उत्तिष्ठोत्तिष्ठगोविंद उत्तिष्ठगरुध्वज उत्तिष्ठकमलाकांताक्यम मंगल कुरु मात समस्तगताधुकैदारे वक्षो विहारिणी मनोहर दिव्यमूर्ते श्रीस्वामीश्रुत जन प्रियदानशीले श्री वेंकटेश दई दे तव सुप्रभातम कैच ऑल न्यू एपिसोड्स ऑफ एन एल हफ्ता ऑन न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम एंड फॉलो अस ऑन ट